man doing the show circuit and Ooh. just get all bitter. This is the Creative Double Shot, a conversation about building the creative life you want. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Ginger. If you want more creativity in your life, let's talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Double Shot. Welcome. Today we are fresh off a two-day show that Ginger went to. Tell us about it, Ginger. It was a local show here in Roanoke, the Taubman Sidewalk Art Show. I did have a fun time, and it's a uh, 100-plus artist show. It's a pretty laid-back, relaxed environment. Uh, but nicely put together and yeah. kind of easy for us to do because it's very close to our house. Easy for me to do, but yeah. I would say Art Husband was very pivotal to that the guy's process. All right. yeah. <laughs> and even Art Child. And what was kind of fun too, I did a community art doodle. So I have this nice booth space that has some extra room next to it. So I set up a six-foot table and just put a piece of poster board down and we had a community art project that I'm hoping to maybe talk somebody in the library into hanging up. Lots of people that came by, two-year-olds up to 82-year-olds. Nice. Did little drawings of everything. So we have a little slice of life from Roanoke for the last two days. And uh, that was a really fun, that's just an easy way to talk to people. I'm not trying to sell them anything. And I'm spreading my message that everyone is a creative. And so I was able to, especially the kids, I don't have to give this speech to, but the yeah. adults definitely, oh, no, no, I can't draw yeah. a stick figure. I did hear that. I actually did nice. hear that exact. It's <laughs> true out in the <laughs> those wild. exact words. And, uh, but the people I ended up cajoling into doing it, the adults that I cajoled into doing it, uh, you know, did little spirals or colored in a letter, you know, just found a way to be involved and I think felt good about it. Yeah. I think when you look at the gamut of the different types of drawings on there, they, they run from stick figures to toddler scribbles to really well created yeah, obviously you know, practiced yeah. kind of. Yeah, what were the words that were on the poster board that you got people started with? So I wrote, together we create, with an exclamation mark, and in just big yeah. letters. And so what I was thinking was that for the people that were uncomfortable just drawing something, they could doodle inside the letters. The finished product was so different than I sort of had in mind or expected. Yeah. But how cool is that? Yeah. You know? Super just cool. Like some of my own creations, not anything like I had in mind, <laughs> but still cool in their oh, own. Yeah, right. That's interesting about just expectations in general mm -hmm. that if you can not have them, then you're more likely to be pleasantly surprised than if you have them and then you're like, oh, it didn't turn uh, out the way I wanted. Yeah. But in this case, I mean, obviously it worked out well. And it's, it's always really interesting in those situations because. Just listening to the things people say to their kids, for the most part, I will say that uh, the parents were pretty hands-off and just like, oh, draw whatever you want, honey. There were definitely some that were like, stay inside the lines, you know, 
uh, oh, no, 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 don't draw that, draw this, and, and that kind of stuff. But you see, I mean, in my opinion, what I see there is I see an, an early art injury in the parent that yeah. is then being foisted upon the, the child. Sure, but, right, right. you know, unconsciously, of course, Absolutely. they want them to avoid the pain maybe that they've experienced, but they're probably inadvertently encouraging an, an art issue in their child yeah. you know what i mean like a feeling that there's some way to do it right or you can really mess it up and right or that whole thing of don't want my child to not be amazing and therefore reflect poorly on me right and i like, feel bad about myself yeah. for not being awesome yeah so wild <laughs> oh yeah we could do yeah a lot of podcasts on on that yes Parenthood. but we're not but going, we're not going to because <laughs> this is supposed to be a happy occasion <laughs> It's cool. You talking about all that brings up a lot of different things. And uh, I think the first one, just thinking about, you know, we've talked before about art as commodity versus art as your, you know, just an expression of yourself and a way to explore stuff on your own terms. And I was curious how this particular show felt for you in that respect. I definitely had sales in mind. And when I was making some new, I was doing some experimental kind of dealing with spirals and drawing a lot of lines and just using acrylic ink, which I sometimes use, but not very often, you know, just kind of having fun doing some whimsical stuff. And I also changed my price points slightly. So I actually lowered some things just for the show, you know, just to get my art into people's hands just to see if price is sort of a barrier or whatever. And I actually had someone comment, thank you for making your art affordable or such a good price. Accessible. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know that I sold more necessarily. Well, I guess I did a little bit more than last year. (laughs) But I continued to work on my soft animal series. I was still working on while I was preparing for the show. And I just happened to have a lot of other stuff too. The the whimsical, you know, some new birds and cats and yeah. abstract landscapes. And Did you find it to be a little bit liberating where you weren't just creating over the last few weeks solely for the show and being exactly. like, I don't know if I would imagine I'd get resentful after a while, it's like, I just want to do this other stuff. I don't want to be making stuff that's like, I don't want to make widgets, art widgets. Right, yeah. I think that has happened to me in the past, especially with certain animals that I get requests for more often than, you know, or what about what happened to your farm animals? And which I get, I enjoy those. And I would say that I did sell some of those this week. I have them in reproductions, mm-hmm. you know, and so I did sell some of those. And so, but it used to be, I used to think when I was starting to do a show that, yes, I had to produce this many new things and I would just sort of, I would get into a, a factory mindset, just sort of like, okay, I got to crank I out some of these? T- these tiny minis, which I love doing on one hand, but right before a show, it is easy to get into that, like, oh, I need to make more of those. And that's, you're getting into a dangerous place there because you're not creating from a place of joy, and I prefer to do <laughs> the place of joy. So this time, I don't really remember having that thought in the, in the weeks yeah. leading up to this of like, oh, I need to crank out some blah blah blahs I just was having fun doing some stuff, and I did buy a new notebook that was 
a new paper in yeah. the right size. So I did end up making some pieces just playing around with that new paper, which, <laughs> but anyway, but it was fun. It was all fun. I think another thing that we talked about over the last couple of days too, is the idea of uh, trying to predict what, well, well what are people going to want? Which of course you never know. So it's yet another reason to just do what feels good. And <laughs> I'm guessing, I think that you sold a number of the spirals. Yeah. The, you know, some of those just fun Absolutely. things that you did. And, you know, that probably came through and people, it resonated with people. They're like, oh yeah, that's, I love that. Yeah. Which is really cool. Another thing that you brought up when you first started describing the show was there were about 100 or more than 100 artists there. And I know we had done a previous episode on community, but mm. we didn't talk about that kind of thing. That's a little bit interesting because it's very much a sort of commerce-based conversations that you have with people all the time. Oh, how, did, did you have a good, a good show? How was your day? That kind of stuff. But also my follow-up would be, do you find inspiration being around all that other different art. It always is. And it's really fun to talk to other artists. So the guy next to me was super fun. So we just sort of chatted throughout the show and people watch each other's booths for each other. It's just sort of, it's a nice community. I didn't really get to know really anybody besides besides the people on either side of me well sure i guess i was thinking <laughs> but, like when you walk around too and you just see what people yeah. are making oh, yeah, and yeah. the variety of art and yeah that guitar string the jewelry and yeah. stuff yeah i can't say that i immediately saw somebody's work and said "Ooh, that's a cool technique i yeah. want to try that you know that didn't happen this time which sometimes does there there's so much variety that was the thing that struck me is like yeah you're not going to vibe with all the different styles that are out there and that's the beauty of it is that while it may not be your thing it might be somebody else's thing and you know again trying to predict what's going to resonate with people it's like well you just kind of do your thing go there and let the chips fall where they may i think i mean there are people who are selling huge pieces of art and there are people who are selling tiny pieces of art and uh you know the price points ranged all over the place for the whole show and i i bet it also differs from year to year how well somebody does yeah who shows up and but the weather was absolutely perfect you couldn't have asked for better so that helps of having a festive and people for the most part i think because it's the first sort of normal show since covid that people were just excited to be there and be outside and how does showing your work in a retail environment with a bunch of other artists how does that differ from, say, a critique group or something along those lines where you're all sharing your art, but obviously the focus is on helping each other and offering constructive criticism? The reason I'm asking is I'm thinking about it in terms of like, it's still putting your work out there, but it's in a different context. And it seems like it's more comfortable, like you're not worried about pastors-by critically evaluating your work, although there are judges and and there are fellow artists, but everyone's kind of worried about their own sales and that kind of stuff. But I was just, yeah, I was just curious to see if there was any parallels or just totally different experience. Yeah, it feels like a really different experience to me in a situation like that, even though, like you say, yes, there is a juror coming around, but I'm much more concerned with what my booth looks like than... yeah my work which is <laughs> i mean i guess it's the work that has to 
look good, but I'm, yeah, I'm much more concerned with booth design. Sure, sure. Whereas in my critique groups, I'm much more concerned with the quality. Yeah, of the, the technique. And, and but all that makes stuff. it sound like I'm not worried about the quality of what I show, and I am, obviously. Well, right, even. but you're not creating it there, I guess, is the thing, right? right? Is yeah. like You're not in this intensive workshop where you're actually actively creating art versus... You already created it, so yeah. it is what it is. You're right. It's full on marketing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking too, you don't get the opportunity to play salesman in critique groups, whereas you can talk to somebody and make a connection that can directly affect a sale versus oh my I made a connection in my critique group, but they still panned my work or they you know, right. whatever. <laughs> and so I, Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, if they're honest. Yeah, it really is its own art, right? The selling of the yeah. of the work and the communicating. Yeah. And I really, and maybe doing that community project, I originally conceived it as a way like, oh, it gives the kids something to do while the parents shop and buy my stuff, you know, like, but that's not really the way it works. First of all, because I'm trying to talk the parents into also doing the drawing. Yeah. Second of all, the parents are a little uncomfortable leaving their kids just... Like they're afraid they're going to do yeah, something sure. like they, some of them were coloring like on the actual table and not on the paper, which of course I didn't care because it's my, I didn't bring my best table. You know, I mean, I yeah, brought you knew. my art yeah. work table, which already has paint on it. So I conceived of it as a way to take away the pressure of sales because in a way it gives me something to talk to people about that isn't, doesn't feel like a hard sell. Like I'm selling them something that they're doing themselves, you know, yeah, right Yeah, there. for sure. But then I, a couple of times I thought, well, I'm actually pulling them away from looking at my work to do that, you know? So anyway, it's still well worth it for me because I thought, what would I have been doing that whole time if I hadn't been talking to people who were sitting on your stool? Using those Sharpies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that that's a really neat facet of the whole experience too, is just that interaction with People, especially since from the last two years of not having a lot of that, you did the show last August as well. And supposedly this year was supposed to be off the chain because, you know, COVID is quote unquote over. <laughs> but it, it didn't feel that different to me mm -mm. from last year. So I think there's still people who are not. Probably wanting out. to go into big crowd situations. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was, it was a lovely event. It is an interesting psychological thing to sit in your booth with your work that means something to you yeah. and sort of watch people stream by or just glance over and like, eh, you know. And then what I love are the people who are walking past and they do a double take. They stop. Yeah. And then, you know, there's always a few of those a day that just like stop short. And I love that. Or they smile or a little kid goes, oh, I like that one. And the comment I got the most today was, wow, your paintings made me feel happy. I got that really like four different people said that That's awesome. today, which I have heard that before, but I've, I've never heard it that many times yeah. you know, <laughs> in a short amount of time. And it was, it was nice to hear because, and my response was, you know, well, making it makes me feel happy. So I'm yeah. glad that's being conveyed. But it's psychologically is like, wow. You have to have a th sort of a thick skin, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, because it's obviously not going to be for everybody. And then one woman walked in and said, I said, hi. And she said, oh, I'm only waiting for the booth next door to open. 
And I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I thought, why does she need to tell me? I'm not here to buy anything. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's so funny. But right, as a consumer, though, I mean, I walk past a lot oh of booths. Oh, my God, that person's like, going to make me buy something. <laughs> well, it's weird. You don't, like, you, I feel worse going into a booth and leaving without buying anything <laughs> no. than I do by well, passing by. And I think is, a lot of people do. Well, exactly, which is why people say, your work is beautiful. And then they leave without buying anything. Yeah. And I've read a lot of articles, you know, about doing fairs. And people say, you know, like, why do people say dumb stuff like that? Like, obviously, you don't like it enough to buy it. But when we walked around on my break, I had the compulsion to say that. Every time we went in and we left again, I wanted to say, you really do do beautiful work. I'm not buying any of it. But, you know, like. (laughs) You have to justify your presence in their booth. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, so that's a nice thing about doing the shopping experience is remembering you, you do need you to, you have compassion for both sides, you know. <laughs> as the artist, you can't take it personally either. Exactly. And it's easy to, yeah, especially oh, if you do gosh. a lot of shows. I mean, thankfully right now, this is the only show you're doing a yes. year. Yeah, which, so don't get crispy or fried. Yeah. Yeah, but man, doing the show circuit and Ooh. just get all bitter. <laughs> Maybe the last thing, going to the crowds in the community, thinking about not getting out much in the last two years and just how good alone, just that experience alone was very nice, you know, as art husband to, to be there and just be among people and people who are there for... To, In an outside environment, I will yes, say. Yeah, a breezy absolutely. outside environment. Yeah, <laughs> so 78 <great>. degrees. <laughs> it was glorious. It was just nice to be there and be, and be able to talk to some people. And those connections that remind us that we're human and that the world's not as awful as it may appear to be on the internet or TV or whatever. And, yeah. and I thought that was really cool, just connecting on a very different level than the same old. Yeah, because we saw lots of different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the people who came to do art, oh, yeah. lots of different Yeah, their people of... run the gamut. I was just thinking of it as a little bit of a restoration of not faith in humanity, but just love of humanity, you know, just that, yeah, we're all weird and different and awesome in our way. And yeah, I know it's... Maybe sounds a little Pollyanna, but it uh, it felt good. Yeah, and it's really nice to meet people who appreciate people trying to sell their art. You know, they want to support people making their living doing art, and they want to know your story. And you know, it's it's a good experience. Well, cool. Once a year, I can't wait to do it again next year. Hopefully, yes, the weather will be as nice. Oh, yes, not ninety five degrees. We hope you enjoyed the glimpse into the Taubman Sidewalk Art Show, usually every June, first weekend in June. Yep. Um, So if you're down in the Roanoke area next year, stop on by. Booth 96. We'll see you next time on the Creative Double Shot. See ya. (laughs) 